Alrighty, we are live on the Wayne Cueto Show. It is Wednesday night. If you're out there in Facebook land, please join us in the comments. Let's talk. Let's have a conversation as well because I don't just hear myself talk the whole time. Although I have something really cool to talk about today. And um, it's, you know, talking about something a lot of you are really excited about, I know. And that is traveling, of course, in the fall. We are Hawaii sports fans. That's what we do here. Been to six Super Bowls. Uh, incredible experiences and experience. And that's the word I want to talk about because that is really that service that we're providing here at Hawaii Sports Ends. And I call it a service because I really think that we do it the best. And I've, I've seen that look in people's eyes when they're like, wow, I can't believe I just saw that. I can't believe I just experienced that. I can't believe, I can't believe, you know. And it's like, I believe because I'm starting my 10th season of doing these tours and I know that look already. I know what it's like to be able to um, see your team win the Super Bowl. I know what it's like to feel that even, which is really cool. But I saw what that look in other people's eyes before I got to experience it for myself. But being in that building, being at uh, the stadium and being a part of that crowd is unlike anything else. And that's all a part of that experience, that 360 degree, that all five cents experience that comes with, you know, doing the things that we do, things that we love to do. And that's what this company is founded on, love and passion. And our first tour, February of 2012, the gates were open for Hawaii sports fans. And that was the first season. And uh, in August, late August, about the same time that we're doing this tour coming out, this UCLA Hawaii tour that I'm about to talk about, which includes a suite and even home run suites, home run seats. It's a suite in the home run seats. But um, I'm super excited because nine years ago, we did something similar, our very first tour. And what I wanted to do uh, with Hawaii sports fans and my outlook was to be able to find as many games as I could go to, really, at one time. And I know a lot of you are the same, right? You go to the mainland, especially from Hawaii, you want to see what, how many games you can get to. So I do that um, for sure at, at Hawaii sports fans, and we, we, that's all infused and injected into the formula here. But it's also that experience around it. How can we enhance that experience? And how can I enhance that experience? And at Hawaii Sports Fans, I know that we've been able to do that now. Our 10th year, and I'm super excited because we keep setting the bar higher. And um, that year, though, was so fun. Our very first tour, we started at Petco Park, uh, the home of the San Diego Padres. And if some of you, um, you know, love San Diego, the, the place, uh, I'm sure you love, you know, the gas lamp quarter you love just all the mexican food and delicious desserts you can get in that area in little italy see i'm just talking about san diego that's all a part of that that i can smell it too right at um uh blind burro that's a place that we wait we ate at when we went on the san diego tour or one of our san diego tours um which actually was marcus mariota playing against the chargers in san diego we were there when uh played san diego state as well and we went and ate some uh, hand-tossed or handmade tortillas at uh, in Old Town, San Diego. And that's all a part of it, too. I love the, the food. I, 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 I love, well, I'm extremely cur- curious. I'm about everything. That's my life, right? That's Wayne Cueto. If you want to ask who I am, I'm just an extremely, extremely, extremely curious person. 
So um, I just want to try everything and do everything. And, you know, I'm not going to just try everything with you guys on my tour if, you know, I don't know what kind of thing I'm getting into. Well, not all the time. No. But I want to have those experiences where we're like together, those novel experiences, those things that we can do that maybe we're only going to do once in our life. Right. And that's the whole point of it. Maybe we only do these things once. Maybe you only go to the Super Bowl once in your life. And that that is going to be worth it for sure. If you just even if you go one time. Um, but that's the kind of thing I get to sell people on every time. And I don't shouldn't have to sell you. Right. Everybody loves what I'm doing at Hawaii Sports. And that's not just because I'm doing it. It's because I pick stuff to do that I know people are going to love off the bat. Uh, where you Whether you want to make it work or not around your um, your budget, first of all. Right. A lot of people are going to be like, oh, I don't know. It's too expensive. I can't do this. Um, and, you know, at Hawaii Sports Fans, we're, we're, we're getting the best places. We're getting the best areas. We're doing the best services. We're getting VIP entry. I mean, that's all a part of it. And it's not about the snooty because that's not how I am. That's not how I grew up. Maybe I am not sometimes. Kidding. Um, but that's not how I grew up. You know, it's not that's not like I was going to the stadiums and like being able to go in the clubs and eat at like these like really exclusive areas before the game and then go sit in like the best seats. Like growing up as a kid, no, I was just trying to get into the stadium or the arena. I was trying to buy a scalp ticket or something just to get in and watch and just hopefully I can crawl in and see the, this, the court. And as I've grown up a little bit, a little bit, um, I've, you know, decided that I deserve to be in some of those nicer seats too. I deserve to have a good experience sometimes too and I can make it work. Um, and I have, and I've done it for so long, and I've um, had the help of a lot of you as well because some of these areas that we get to experience, you can really only do with a group. And one of those types of experiences is a suite. And if you've never been in a suite before, and if you are a UH fan who um, at, is you know, at the University of Hawaii, obviously building an on-campus stadium and going to add suite boxes for people are like, whoa, what are these? Because at, at Iloha Stadium, there were um, suites uh, boxes put in after, but... Um, nothing organic to or natural or nothing that had was originally in the uh, Aloha Stadium uh, blueprint because back then that really wasn't a thing. Um, but as games have evolved, as sporting events have become more like social events. I mean, let's be honest. Um, I uh, I got my I, an email from my friend or a message from my friend. She's like, when did NFL games become ridiculous expensive? And um, if you if you've not seen how they've become expensive, I mean, even to me, they, they've become expensive in a way. But at the same time, I continue to 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 buy the tickets. I continue to go because I love the product that much. And the NFL has has seen that it has it's grown that they can capitalize literally off of that. Um, but also stadiums and teams have decided like, well, let's make this a true social experience. Like uh, when I used to go to watch Beethoven's Ninth at um, the Honolulu Symphony every winter. You know, it was like people are doing it as just a social event in Hawaii, basically, right? And I was like, oh, well, I want to be there because I want to hear the opera play at Neil Blaisdell Concert Hall or something, which is, you know, Neil Blaisdell. I mean, it's cool, but, you know, in Hawaii, that was like a thing. But like social events of football games are more, are definitely social events when you look at the price because they're way more. I mean, I know that like people are like, oh my gosh, it's crazy to like Broadway, some of these players are like 100 200 $300. Like, that's going to barely get you into an NFL stadium at that level. I mean, that's just how it is. Um, so the Jew social events are really the, the the sporting events. And obviously they're very tiered and stratified in a way in the stadium and in different areas and in different levels. 
um, by the uh, amount that people pay and the amount that people are um, willing to, uh, you know, shovel out to be able to get a certain kind of experience, whether it's that view, right? That's a part of the experience, how close you are to the field. Some people don't want to be right on the field, right? Some people don't want to be way in the top. That's some people don't want to be right in the middle. I mean, some people want to be in all those places, right? So I think for me, it's if you have a good sideline is important. Yes. But also having, um, you know, that club experience, maybe that sweet experience. That's just on top of that that um, sightline. You're getting, um, you know, a very special kind of experience, and it is it is different, especially when you're not fighting crowds. I can't even, uh, you know, emphasize that more, it, especially when you are going to a club or a suite level or um, where where we where we have our seats at Hawaii Sports Fans for the Rams in SoFi Stadium, uh, special club seats. I've been pushing those. We're gonna have special packages put out there with parking at SoFi Stadium, the greatest stadium in the world, so you have to stay tuned to that. HISportsfans.com, please sign up for our mailing list because we have a lot of great stuff going on. And follow us on all social media, at HISportsfans on Twitter and on Instagram. Facebook, facebook.com slash HawaiiSportsfans, youtube.com slash HawaiiSportsfans as well. And um, I enjoy posting videos and stuff as well that you can find interesting, especially because Hawaii Sports Fans has grown into more than just this travel tour company. Obviously, I've um, been media credentialed under this the Hawaii Sports Fans banner, which is pretty cool for me as well. And I've, um, you know, uh, helped to inspire and grow. I know other fan, other well, not only fan bases, but just other organizations that have you know, seeing what I'm doing. Because what I'm doing is really different. And I'm not just like, oh, it's amazing. You're different. But I know it's hard. I have to kind of explain to people all the time. Because it, even to me, it's like it, it's still evolving. But Hawaii sports fans at the core is like a fan. Think of it as exactly that, you know. I mean, being in Hawaii, that's just what I love, right? I love being from Hawaii. And um, I love sports. It's like two things I love in the most. And I love being a fan. So that's why how I got Hawaii sports fans. But really at the core of it and, and, the, and the, the mission of Hawaii sports fans is to generate that the most fun experience and blast of your life really and um i've seen it and we've gone to some crazy places australia new zealand ohio state to watch football games uh, we went to dc new york we've gone across the east coast through florida across the west coast uh, every state you know so many states and um for the midwest the west the mountain states and every time it's been a, such a different but amazing experience. Oh, even Minnesota, even Minnesota and Wisconsin. We went to both of those states. And it's just it's an amazing experience both times. Just just because of how mind-blowing it was to be, um, for instance, in a, a lot of snow during Super Bowl 54 in, in Minnesota when we stayed on the in Taylor's Falls, Wisconsin, at the border of Wisconsin and Minnesota, Minnesota. And uh, we got, drove our car or saw cars driving on the ice. And it was so freaky, but everybody was doing it because that's how crazy frozen the ice was. And when you're from Hawaii, you're like, oh, gosh. And it was ridiculously cold. It was negative 10 in the morning. We wake up. That was without the wind, like negative 10. Just negative 10. It was ridiculous, but so amazing at the same time. And that's that experience I want people to get as well. Getting that fresh maple out of a tree. We are doing it on that trip. Having an actual guy who makes maple syrup show us how he does it in our house, in our giant log cabin. It's just amazing. That's the kind of things that I want to do in my life, in my own life. You know, like the people who'd like to do the hair commercial. It's like, I'm not only um, the president, but I'm also a client. So I'm also a client of myself as well. And just all the content that's generated here too at Hawaii Sports Fans and on via all of my channels. I mean, that's 
really just things that I want to hear as Wayne Cueto, and I hope my friends want to hear as well. And I think it'll inspire other people to also want to, um, you know, do the same things that we do, or maybe they already do and they want to join our community. And that's at the center of it as well, that core as a community. And I am a total lone wolf, like a lot of you. I love to do things on myself. I love to travel by myself as well. I travel every summer by myself, and um, you know, before. This year, I uh, last year, oh, I still went to Kauai, actually. I went to Kauai because I couldn't leave the islands, uh, but at least I could be home. Um, but the year before, I was in Taiwan, Japan, Portugal. I was in Madeira, Portugal. I went to Aruba, to Dominican Republic. I went to uh, Wimbledon, UK, Wales. I'm just going backwards, all the places, Thailand, and all these places I've gone by myself. And uh, it's been such an amazing experience because I'd love to just be in a place where I can meet a lot of people and talk to new people and be like, hey, we're friends now. And they can get annoyed with me like, okay, weird Hawaiian boy. Why you want to talk to everybody? But that's just what it is, right? I just want to meet new people and um, experience uh, just a little bit of what life is like in the place that I'm at. So wherever I go, I want to just experience that life and that local life. And that is also at the core of Hawaii sports fans. Um, I love foreign languages. That's my that's like my really fun thing that I love to do. I watch a lot of YouTube in foreign languages. I um, speak or study. I don't like to say I I I can get around in a pretty probably about five languages. But I enjoy at the the core of the language learning is culture because there's nuance in every language, right? There's something that meaning in Hawaiian we say kauna, right? We say kauna. That's a that's or in a statement or a song. It's that deeper meaning and. You know, maybe the meaning's not super deep. I don't want to say in every language, but there's always some connotations or um, something cultural within it. And everywhere, everywhere we go, you know, everywhere I, I go, I try and find what what makes that place special. What is different about that place, even within the U.S., even within the Midwest or within the South. If I'm not in the South, if I'm in New Orleans or I'm in uh, Houston, I'm in Houston or Dallas, Texas, and then like in San Antonio. Actually, we have never been to San Antonio, but we're gonna go. I guess this year to near El Paso. I was gonna say I've been to El Paso before because that was my first UH game in Hawaii. Played Utah, Timmy Chang's first game he ever started, and um, we got blown out. But it was fun, and I remember it. But even within the South, my original point, there's so much difference, right? People from the South are still different when they're from Georgia or they're from Tennessee or whether from Kentucky or something. So, um, you know, it's it's like finding a pot that place. So I love to eat local, wherever that means, if I'm in Wisconsin or Minnesota. Um, and Minnesota also has, like, great Ethiopian food. There's a lot of Ethiopians there and Hmong. So you can, and I enjoy those type of things, too, and, and finding, like, little ethnic pockets that have good food, because in Hawaii we have so much of that as well. And that's, that's all a part of that experience. And that's why that experience, on top of it all, is what we want to do at Hawaii Sports Fans. So when we have our very next tour that is coming up is just a few, actually weeks away, we can count them because that's going to mark Hawaii football's first game. It's going to be at UCLA at the Rose Bowl. Of all the places, right, of all the amazing venues in the whole world, Hawaii football gets to start at the Rose Bowl. And, you know, the opening game has always been something special to me, especially because I have never missed an opening game. I rarely miss an opening game, especially if it's been at home, since I haven't missed a home game at Aloha Stadium in 13, 14 years that I've been able to go to. And on the road, I haven't missed a game period in five or six years. So um, it's always that first game, that jitters of wanting to get out and <clears throat> wanting to know what a team's going to look like. And you know, whether we've opened in Sydney, Australia, Australia, or whether we were in, um, you know, Amherst, Massachusetts, 
uh, Worcester, Mass. Whether we were there, I mean, those are such crazy places to start your season when you are from an island in the middle of the Pacific. But that's where this team takes us, and that's what's so fun too. And that's why I love to travel. I love to go everywhere. You know, I've been to Dominican Republic. I mean, and a lot of that was because, as much because I love baseball a lot, right? And I love like Albert Pujols, my who was one of my favorite players. He still was one of my favorite players, but he's not on the Angels anymore, which very makes me very sad. But I was like, Albert, and I went to Santo Domingo, where he's from, and I also went into some interesting parts of the town that I would not recommend to any people going to, and I probably won't ever return to. But it was an experience nonetheless, and I got to say that I was in his part of the neighborhood. Um, but that's, that's a part of the experience. That's cultural learning. And I think sometimes we can... Take it too far, maybe, as people like, oh, you really want to go? Like, I, I mean, I almost went to Haiti, too. I don't know if I, it was probably the best idea, but that's how curious I am. I was like, how do I get into that country? It'd be so cool. But also, I don't know, the shaman right across the border, I should, you know. But that's also life and what's the reality. And, you know, and in the U.S. especially, we can get very complacent of how easy life can be i mean and life is not that easy still i'm not saying that at all there's a lot of hardship that shouldn't be happening as well and i understand that going to sports and going to expensive games that might seem like oh that's such an extra or crazy you know like um you know crazy expense for some people but i think it's also a part of the experience of being human and living is to do those things that you really want to do ultimately that's my goal in my life is to to live that way, live in a way where I can be as, um, you know, uh, making the most out of every moment, making the most of every single moment. Uh, this photo that I have on the screen next to me, if you're watching us, uh, the visual version of this show, because you can also listen to this show on podcasts at the Hawaii Sports Ranch channel, and that could be on Spotify. It's also on Apple uh, Podcasts, on Pandora, on iHeart. Just like they say on the radio, like iHeartRadio. Yes, and you can get the Hawaii Sports Fans channel on iHeartRadio, um, which you should do because you can listen to this as well. So I, I don't want to make this show too visual heavy because I know a lot of people prefer to just listen and listen in the background, which I think is a good idea. But I do have a photo up here, and it says uh, it's a picture of the Seattle Mariners in their stadium, T-Mobile Park. It's the picture of their jumbotron and you see some bleachers around it and some other ads i don't want to give those ads too much space because you know they're going to be like actual ads on my show which you could also have an ad on this show if you reach out corporate sponsorship sponsorships available now info at hisportsfans.com and you can be a sponsor of the show you can be sitting in the best seats in sofi stadium in section club 106 right on the visiting team tunnel um, but this picture is from the Seattle Mariners and they were saying, uh, well, actually they retweeted our Instagram or they Insta they showed our Instagram from, of our picture of our group in front of the stadium together. And that was such a fun night. Look at all of us there. Uh, I think about 18, 20 of us were there that night together and it was cool. And we were in suite 20. So we had, uh, representing Hawaii in suite 20 and it was hashtag go Mariners. That's the only way they could put it up there. And also go Mariners for the people that love Mariners. And we also put hashtag go Bows because we were there for the Hawaii versus UW game. And you're going to have that same chance actually in August to be able to see Hawaii football and a Major League Baseball game. Actually two 
If you take our VIP tour, you'll see two from two premium, premium, as one of my friends likes to say, um, areas. But that's the experience. But we're going to bring on uh, somebody very special because, you know, we haven't, uh, we've been talking about how Hawaii is, uh, football is creating their on-campus stadium. And we hope that in the, in making this on-campus stadium, We'll also have the chance to maybe perhaps bring a new name to that stadium. And we're going to have Rega Mo'ia, the juggernaut. He's going to come back on. And I think we have him uh, back with us already. So let's see if Regan is out there. How's it, Regan? Aloha, are you out there? The juggernaut. What's up, <laughs> How's it going? There he is. Hey. There's the man. Very, I mean, so, we, uh, we just love having you on the show. I love your energy. I can feel it from the desert. Oh, the Masina behind you, like you, yeah. you say all the time. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, also? I, I'm just having a good night here. I'm, I'm chilling. I'm feeling the summer vibes. Awesome. I um, I know that love, you got the, the fam around there. Hope they're all well as well tonight. And, you know, how's it just going for you? Good, good. So thank you. Um. We just we just got we just got part with dinner and uh, so everyone's uh, you know cleaning up and mm -hmm. I'm out here enjoying the interview. That's with right, you, man. awesome. Like well, we're enjoying Hawaii, having man. you. So you, yeah, talk about <laughs> I'm outside. I'm, yeah. I'm barefooted. I'm, oh, there you go. There you go. Oh, so uh, you're back on the island now. No, no, I'm. Oh, I'm, okay. I'm still in Arizona, but oh, okay, okay, okay. I, I created, like you, I created you, a little. It feels island like it. It feels myself. island vibes. It feels like you're at like <laughs> windward side at night, like Waimanalo or something, and yeah. you got the, the the tide behind you. But you know, wherever you are, I know you bring that aloha. You bring um, that that aloha um, with everybody that because of you know your countenance and the, the energy you bring. And I know that somebody like Colt Brennan. Uh, and uh, yes, somebody yes, who yes. also had that. And we talked about that. And that's a way that, um, you know, we were connected uh, via, you know, my interview with Colt. But, you know, we want to start off by talking about your journey as well, because I know oh. that intersection of you and Colt was a lot of, you know, a lot of that, 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 and you talked about that mental health challenges that you both had to face and, and you are still facing yourself and so many of your teammates from not only college, NFL, but high school even. You know, we, we it's like people mm -hmm. don't, you know, understand this, like the um, the impact that you could have later in life. But, you know, we, we remember you as, a, I think at first a D lineman, and then you, uh, your skills, Ooh. your skills, <laughs> your skills with the hands and with the feet were discovered. <laughs> so you were moved to the offensive side of the ball. Oh, man. Uh, but just talk about that period as well in your life. Wow. Well, me and also Cole have a, have a lot of um, similarities in our journey. Mm. Um, can you hear me okay? Yeah, I can hear you perfectly. Can you hear me clear? Oh, yeah, okay, I can good. hear you clear. Perfect. Um, yeah. For me, my football, um, my football journey started back in Samoa. Um, you know, being on a beautiful island of green and blue and yellow red all the mm -hmm. colors of the rainbow man violet we have it we have it in the islands and you know enjoying that life out there I, it always felt like i was supposed to go somewhere farther and come back 
you know, mm. like, mm. like, like, uh, like our ancestors, you know, how we, we traveled and voyaged the seas, man, and then we return home. Mm-hmm. Right. So for me, you know, I always felt like I wanted to go play football, um, knowing that my, my father played rugby and, and all my brothers played, you know, football and got scholarships and whatnot. And mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know, I wanted to pursue that passion, that love for, for the game because how much my father um, enjoyed watching us, you know, and he, he was always at our games. My mom's not into the violent side of things. Oh. You know, so <laughs> she, she's a pure Christian lady. Would she go to the game? It's too violent. It's too Nah. Really? She only come to the games. Nah, she, she can't see me. You know something funny, Wayne? You... Like, she doesn't know. She doesn't know the juggernaut. Wow, wow! If that makes any sense. No, I get it. If that I get makes it. Any I get it. Yeah, I get she, it. it she knows her. She, she knows her son. She knows mm-hmm. Her, mm-hmm. her. You know. Mm-hmm. She knows her baby Reagan. boy, but <laughs> she she doesn't know the she doesn't know the other side of of me. You know, when I mm-hmm. step onto the field, mm-hmm. I leave everything outside of those you know those lines. And when I cross that line and, and, and I'm on the field with my helmet, my gear, like, I feel like I'm at war, mm. you know? Mm-hmm. I truly feel like our ancestors' spiritual, like, influence and inspiration within, within me when I, when I take the field of battle. And that's, has, that has always been my mindset, you know, with, with football and whatever I did in life. I was always going to go 1,000%. Like and pursue after it, you know. So as a kid in Samoa, I don't know if you know it, Wayne, but the Milky Way, the Milky Way runs right like over Samoa, and it's huge in Samoa. Like if you, I I I still remember as a kid laying in my yard, in my front yard, yeah, front yard, looking up. And it's huge, massive. And it's always been there, right? So it's it's almost like normal. It's almost like mm-hmm. seeing the sun every day. Yeah, you know, it's, yeah. that's normal. Wow. It's normal. That's amazing. Until until yeah, until you you learn a little bit more about the stars and the moon, yeah. the masina and the lava, right? <laughs> and so right. for me, I was always interested in that. I was always interested in that. And mm-hmm. as a, I would think I was probably five, four or five, I saw the. I saw a shooting star as I was making a wish. You know, I was just a kid, like just out playing, you know, and, and I'm looking up in the stars and I saw a star go by like as I was making a wish. It was really weird to me, but that wish was to play in the NFL. Whoa. As a kid, as a wow. kid, I man, I kid you not, because no, I, I mean every it. Sunday, I believe we it. only we, every Sunday is we only had two channels on the island, and every Sundays it was either church mm-hmm. or football, right, on the channels. <laughs> so all day one channel, it's all it's all football, and the other channel is all church. So <laughs> if you went to church, if you went to church that day, you mm-hmm. get to you know sit back and watch football with pops and. You know the uncles and everybody yeah 
if you didn't go to church, <laughs> you didn't get to sit down and watch the game and enjoy it. So you might not be able to so sit down. It might be too sore always, to sit down. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> exactly right. Exactly. So I was always, <clears throat> so I was always intrigued by that moment. It's once it was once. And it was this is you know before Monday Night Football even came to yeah. Samoa, so it, it was once a week, and we watched football and wrestling on Sundays, and mm. I still remember this dream, Wayne. I still remember this dream, man, because it was so it felt so real that mm. I could achieve it, right? Wow, yeah. yeah. And I just kept that that faith with me like all my life. I still have it with me today, you know. Yes. I still that faith as a kid like as, as a little you know little boy in the islands man like like i wished i wished for that and mm. it came true for me yeah. imagine that bro like as yes. a kid like you wish for something and then you achieve it yeah man, no one can tell you anything man like no one can tell you like what to believe in and who to believe in you know because you you've already set yourself to believe in yourself yes yes as a young as a young man like as a young boy like mm -hmm. i didn't know what football was i didn't even know how to speak english you know what i mean but i knew <laughs> wow. i just knew man that the passion was so strong with me wayne that mm -hmm. i knew that I, if, if i could make it to the nfl i could make a difference in my life and my family's life like i mm -hmm. could like i was always the one to be willing to carry whatever the load was you know mm -hmm. what i'm saying like yeah I was yeah. just that kid, you know, oh, it's heavy. I got it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, you need help. I got it. You know what I'm saying? I was, I was always willing with that willing heart to, uh, to give, to help. And I think, I think that paid dividends for me, man. I think that really um, served me right back because, you know, as much as I wanted to give, like people were, were willing to give back, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And yeah. me and Colts, me and Colts, uh, journey crosses within um, juco because we both went the juco route no one i don't know if anyone knows that about me but i was a juco transfer and i was a walk-on to hawaii okay just yeah like talk about that yeah yeah where were you at yeah san francisco yeah man so, you in... so so stockton stockton california stockton, stockton, okay. shout out to nate diaz man he's about to uh <laughs> do his thing this weekend i was in town so i'm gonna go see him Awesome. Shout out there to Nate I don't. I, I hope you don't mind me saying. Some I shout don't outs at all. I don't know. Just do some <laughs> I shout outs. Some people, I just told some people to tune in, man. I was about to go on. I was like, man, I got to finish dinner. I got to. <laughs> well, you can drop. I mean, you know, small kind, Wayne. small kind, small kind name dropping as well. I get it, you know, because your yeah. your boy is with the man Nate Diaz, you know, and him yeah, and his brother man. Nick, you know, some of the Nick, you know yeah. one of the, one of the great families in uh, in the UFC because of yeah, that so we hard grew up nose. together. Yeah, really. Yeah, oh. yeah, man. Like just some real, it's just some real, real usos, you know, wow. some real brothers, man. Like, and they're the best people to hang out with. Wow. The best awesome. people, man. Awesome. Yeah, man. It, it's 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 none of that like negativity that they put out about them. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You just got to know people. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. I agree. Any anywho. Uh, so so we're in Stockton. We moved from Samoa to Oakland in '95. Okay. okay. You ready for this journey, Wayne? Oh, I'm I'm, re I'm ready. I'm buckled in for this <laughs> one. <laughs> All right, brother. So I was nine. I was nine when we moved to to the states. Um, I was nine when we moved to Oakland, and we moved straight from the jungle 
to another concrete jungle. Wow. You know what I mean? Like it was yeah. straight from like real jungle to like street jungle. Like what are we doing here, man? We should have just stayed in Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> we had a layover in Hawaii and it was my first time in Hawaii, right? And I felt like we had just gotten into this like tubular plane. I don't know what it was, man. It was seats higher than me. People were crying all over the place. I'm like, <laughs> what? Or where are we going? <clears throat> Anyways, I thought we were going to heaven, man. So when we landed in Hawaii, early morning Hawaii, we exit the plane and it was like home. I'm like, this is home. This is yeah. heaven. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> You know, sure. so, so when we landed in Hawaii, bro, we had a layover, right? And my dad had to go down to the, um, my dad had to, my, it was my dad and, and all of us. Like, there's, it's me and five, four other brothers and two sisters mm. and my dad. And we were just traveling, wow. man. We were voyaging. So my, as my dad went to, um, to get the tickets for, for our connecting flight, me and all my brothers and sisters never been to an airport, never been to on a plane, never been on a plane, never been to an airport, never been to Hawaii. And when my dad came back, me and all my brothers and sisters were diving in the the uh, the little well where people throw uh, coins and stuff in. <laughs> We have never, I've never seen anything like that. Uh, and I told myself, I was like, man, this has got to be heaven. They're like, they got what money. village in Samoa did these kids come from? They're like, actually. <laughs> I was like, wow. You know, it, it was funny, uh, man, because my dad came back and he, he wasn't even mad. I think he his in his mind, he was just like, oh, man, my. My, my children have never been here and, and this is what they do. You know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, he wasn't yeah. even mad about that. Wow. But I took that as like, as, as an experience in Hawaii. Yeah. That was my yeah. very first experience in Hawaii. And I loved it. I loved being in, in Hawaii for the little period of time that we had. And I always felt, and I felt that energy. I was nine. Oh, nine. Okay. Wow. I was nine, brother. Yeah, I was nine. Wow. I was nine. And I had always felt this energy there, this healing this powerful energy i couldn't I, I didn't know what it was as a kid you know but it felt it felt right mm. Mm. you know if that makes any sense yeah. like it felt yeah. it felt really good to be there yeah you know and then when we got on the plane again and took off we landed in san francisco mm. right and 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 i'm looking out the windows all these lights like i have never seen so many lights in my life all the city lights the downtown all of it man i was overwhelmed you know i was overwhelmed man like you know not being able to see that much power you know in yeah. a little in a yeah. little uh area you know what i mean like like i've never witnessed anything like that and when we landed in oakland we had to like we had to survive, bro. Mm. Like our our very first week of school, almost all of us got suspended. Wow. Yeah, it, it was just miscommunication, misunderstanding. Mm. You know, we didn't speak mm. English, mm. and it was Oakland. Yeah, it was Oakland. 
is yeah. East Oakland, man. Wow. So me and Devon, yeah. me and Devon Best, yeah, we know where we know where we from, wow. man. <laughs> you know, yeah. you yeah. know what it what it's like to to grow up and mm. make it out of there. Yeah, you know, so yeah. so from Oakland, we moved east a little bit more east to start from, you know. So in Stockton, I I played ball in high school. I, I married the very first time I walked on to, this is a cool story. The very first time I walked on to um, a high school campus, I was 13 and I was homeless. I, 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 I was homeless for, um, for a little bit of, for a little bit of that summer heading into the fall uh, of uh, 98, 99. Wow. When I when I walked onto the to the campus, I just I just lost like um connection. You know, I didn't have a phone and when I got I got kicked out of where I was, my uncle's place, my uncle when I got kicked out of there, I was twelve. I was twelve when I got kicked out and I was just roaming the streets just trying to look just trying to understand like, okay, if I can't stay here then I gotta go find my parents, right? Mm-hmm. There are no cell phones, no no internet, no, yeah, n- no Wi-Fi. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No Facebook. Yeah, no nothing. Facebook. So, so, so when I found my parents, um, when they, well, yeah, when I found them, school had already been in session for about three weeks. Wow. You know, so, so I had to, I had to get on the bus that very next morning. You know what I mean, and 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 go find out what school was was about, what high school was about. And when I walked onto that campus, I, I turned thirteen that summer, and I walked onto that campus with the Jesse Sapolu University Hawaii rainbow jersey. No Wayne. way! No. <laughs> Wow. Rainbow Warrior, like old school throwback jersey. Wow, that's incredible. and I walked on there, bro. I had no idea what I was doing. I, I had no idea that there was freshman football. I had no idea that I, nothing, n- no knowledge of anything. My older brothers and sisters, like they did their own thing and found their own way to, to school and whatnot. And I was the only one going to this school, particularly because my parents had just moved into that district. Right. So ah. this school that I went to, Tokay High School, shout out to all my Tigers, <laughs> <laughs> nice. is where I met. This is where I met Nick and Nate Diaz. Wow. Yeah, so so we all went to school together at Toke and different times, but mm-hmm. uh I mean different levels, but we mm-hmm. were all there around the same time. So um wow. So yeah, so so as a freshman, I didn't I barely spoke English. You know what I mean? I barely I was learning how to speak English still around that time and understanding um teachers and counselors and advisors and all of this like it, it was a lot for me man it was yeah, a lot I for am, me I because that, yeah. i mean as as a kid you know what i mean like think think about it like a 12 year old yeah. kid who's been on the streets for like the past three months whatever yeah, yeah. the summer like the entire summer um and uh you know, and now you have to adapt to like everything that's going on, and it, they were moving so fast. Like I had to, mm. I had to 
to test for what levels of classes I was going to be in and English, math and whatever, reading or something. And um, passed it all, did well, and they put me in football. They say, "Hey, you gotta play some some ball with that size, you know." Yeah. And I said, "Yeah, I'm looking for I'm looking for the football coach." So <laughs> they sent me. So they sent me outside to the uh, to the fields, right? They say, "Just walk out there towards uh, towards the football fields, and you'll see a coach. You know, just have a conversation with them, introduce yourself." I said, like, "Cool." With the I think, man, if I'm not mistaken, the jersey was seventy six. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the line. It was and right. Sean Iman, our friend, has that jersey too. He put it in the comments, and yeah, I, I oh, know he, he wears it. Yes, so that's the oh, one. That's, that, awesome. that's a nice green, a that's nice, awesome. like, a nice color. Yeah, I I know which one. Yeah, we had the one. Jesse the one, the one the I field. had was dark. It had like a dark blue or like a like a dark color. I just I remember being oh, dark, but cool. the shoulders. It made me look like I had shoulder shoulder pads on, mm, you know, yeah. mm-hmm. and I walked onto the high school campus as um, a 263 pound freshman. Wow. You know, and I, I'm walking. I see some guys in football pads, big old dudes. And I'm like, huh, that must be them. So I'm walking over towards the field and I asked them, hey, uh, I'm looking for the football coach. And they say, okay, what's your name? I introduced myself. I said, what grade are you in? I said, uh, ninth grade. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said the right the answer. Heck, the yeah. coach, I did. The coaches, the players, you know, like, huh? Like, you're a freshman? Man. <laughs> you would you, you, like go our parents that, were that way. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and and I was and I was on the varsity field. I was on the varsity. I was on the wrong field. So they wow. had pointed me over to the to the freshman field, and you had to walk past the JV field to get mm. to the freshman field. Mm. So here's this big old small kid with this Jesse Sapolu, beautiful Rainbow Warrior jersey. Mm-hmm. Man, I love that jersey. Like I just felt, I just, it just felt real. You know what I mean? Like yeah, yeah. Like who's this new recruit we got? <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. <clears throat> and I, and I was as I was walking by, all of the JV heads were like, <laughs> you know what I mean? How, how guys talk, man. Yeah. And I'm like, is this the freshman feel? <laughs> <laughs> no, that way, man. You gotta go that way. So I kept going. I was like, man, I passed the baseball field, softball field, soccer field, and here's every all these athletes just staring at me. And I'm like, dang. They got problems or what? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know yep. when everyone starts staring at you, you yep. just start yep. wondering. Of course. Insecure as 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 mm-hmm. as a thirteen year old, you know what I mean? I was I just kept walking and I finally find, you know, the freshman field. And the very first day I met the the head coach of the freshman field, he knew he knew that we were gonna something yeah. special was about to happen. Yeah. And mm. from that day on they 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 brought me on as 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 their own, you know. Man, I, as as a Tokay Tiger, I I was wow. suited, I was booted. I had my I had my helmet, I had my shoulder pads, yeah. and the very first day I put my helmet and shoulder pads on, I left practice with them on still. Didn't didn't take my pads or helmet. I didn't know. I didn't know. <laughs> so <People are> like, <laughs> what is he walking down wait, the, the side? The whole, <laughs> 
They're like, the maybe he's going to get hit by a car or something. I don't know. <laughs> the whole bus ride home. The whole bus ride home. Big old shoulder pads. <laughs> my thigh pads. Everything on. Cleats. Helmet. Just walking home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I get home and my dad, my father was sitting right in the front. And he looked at me like... <laughs> He just started laughing. He started <laughs> laughing. He was like, why did you bring the stuff home? I was like, oh, I thought it was mine. <laughs> <laughs> um, and he laughed, man. He, he really enjoyed that. And I, I still remember that walk, man, because I was walking on cleats. I was walking mm-hmm. with cleats, mm-hmm. like, past all the neighborhoods, like, new to the neighborhood and that and all that too and everyone's just probably looking at me like look at this kid right here man what is wrong with that was my first that was my first like experience having you know shoulder pads on and, and the full gear i just felt so so ready wayne like i was yeah. game ready man that very first day mm-hmm. not knowing a single play not knowing a single formation, a single scheme, anything. Wow. I, I had no knowledge of football, uh-huh. no knowledge of organized football because it wasn't in Samoa yet. Yeah. Oh, really? So, oh, yeah. Okay. So, so, yeah. So, um, so my high school career took off for me. You know, it, 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 um. It it really it really humbled me. Um, <clears throat> my freshman year when I got cut from grades. Mm. Yeah, that was new to me. Mm. That was new to me. That was yeah. something that 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 kind of uh, woke me up as as a student athlete. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Because I I truly thought like I was there to play football. Yeah. And not <laughs> and not grades. You know what I mean? Like. I, I didn't know yeah. the value of yeah. of education until then, until mm-hmm. everyone did everything they could to like. I mean, I was three weeks behind. You know what I mean? I'm trying to catch yeah. up with all my classes. So I, the very first progress reports came out, and I didn't do well. You know, mm-hmm. and so they had to release me from from my freshman year. I'm like, wow, man, what am I supposed to do now? Like, yeah. So for the rest of the season. I just hit the weights. I found some weights. I found the weight room. I found some people to, you know, to allow me to lift. And that was the track team, the track coach, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the um, the throwing coach, one of my best friends. And forever will always be grateful to this man, um, John Hunt. Mm-hmm. You know, it's truly the reason why I made it out of high school alive. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this man was, this man really took me under his wing and, and looked after me. You know, he knew like the situation that I was in and, you know, and, and probably saw a lot of potential in myself that I, I really didn't know yeah. of, you know? And so, so my, my high school career was, was fun. You know, it was, um, it, you know, they told me everything was going to come true for me and it did, you know, just being, the athlete that I was. And when I was released my freshman year, like the the wrestling coaches came after me, the <laughs> basketball co- coaches came, the wrestling, uh, did I say wrestling, wrestling, basketball, mm-hmm. who else? 
uh, and track, you know, and I, I really, I really enjoyed my relationship with, with, um, he was, he was a counselor, John Hunt, and he was a throwing coach. And I was like, man, this, this guy is, has been honest with me from the beginning, you know, he's mm-hmm. been really kind and, you know, I'm going to follow, you know, what he's asking me to do. I didn't know anything about shot put and discus, but I had so much fun, man. Like that's, that's one of my favorite, uh, times of, um, high school was the track meets. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The track meets is where you can, as a big man, you're a thrower, man, you bring nothing but snacks. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, it's encouraged, I'm sure. It's, it, it's, it, yeah, <clears throat> highly encouraged. <laughs> and, and we had this, uh, we had this Filipino thrower named Elizabeth. She would bring us lumpias and like, all oh, man. The, yeah, man. She would hook it up. She would bring me. She, she like, you want lumpia? I'm like, man, don't tease me right here. <laughs> if you're serious, man, I want to see. I want to uh, see. Yeah. So I, I, such, such good times, man, in high school. And, you know, um, and from high school, I get cut my senior year. So I play. I come back. Wow. I come back. So so check this. Okay. Let me, let me Let me break this down for you. Check this. Freshman year. Right. I played half the season because I got released for grades. Mm-hmm. And then they told me I needed to work on my grades. And, and then I did, you know, for the rest of my freshman year, I passed everything. Nice. Um, did what I needed to do because I, I needed to stay on uh, track for track and field. Yeah. And so um, when sophomore year came around, mind you, I haven't played a full season of football yet. You yeah. still don't know the game. I was barely learning positions and I got released because remember I was three weeks behind. Mm, yeah. You know, the games were already playing and I barely trying to learn English stuff. Yeah. So I was yeah, learning yeah. like guard, tackle, center, you know, guard, tackle. Like, I was learning what, what um, tight ends were, what linebackers were, um, outside line, the whole football, you know, scheme of things. And when I came back my sophomore year, they bumped me up to varsity. Wow. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't, I mean, I came back, I came back like this as a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, you skipped JV. Sorry. You're just like the kids yeah. that accelerate past yeah. the grade. We, we just going to yeah, advance you. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I mean, I was really, I was really serious about my, um, about my style of play, mm-hmm. and my style of play was always unstoppable. You know what yep. I mean? Like, just that mentality, man. Like, once I laced them up, buckle up. Sometimes not buckled up. I'm yeah, <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> I'm ready to go, man. So my wow. sophomore year, I come back to school and they say, "Hey, you need to, you need to play varsity." So yeah. I go up to varsity as a 14-year-old, and I'm playing with some of the biggest dudes I've ever seen in high school. Some of the biggest people. I'm like, dang, man, these <laughs> dudes are huge. Yeah, they look like are... college players, you know yeah. what I mean? And then, man, I if you if you ask any one of my um my high school um you know, friends and, and whatnot, man, they'll tell you, you know, the, you know, the impact that, that I was able to, um, 
contribute. Yeah, you know, I'm to sure. the, I'm sure. to the yeah. to the team. You know what I mean? Like just it was just different, man. Like something yeah. they've never seen or you know experienced before. And same for me. You yeah. know, I played my sophomore year, my junior year, and in, in high school, and then my senior year, I get released again for for a party that I shouldn't have been at, you know, <laughs> senior in high school, uh, like you're the yep. big man on campus. Yep. You shouldn't be partying, you know, with certain people. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I got in trouble for it. And, and I understood that lesson big time. You know what I mean? And that, that one, that one really, really, uh, cause it, it, it was, um, it was a time in my life where I needed to, to, um, um, to take to take charge of that next um that next step you know going to college and whatnot and i get released my senior year i get cut from from my senior year and for me it it seemed like college was done you know what i mean like i didn't have you know i mean think about it sophomore junior year just two years in in high school and you know Wow. I was ready for whatever, though. I was ready. I was still prepping to go to college, you know, mm-hmm. with or without a scholarship, you know, just oh, okay. because okay. this man, John Hunt, yeah, John Hunt, my coach mm-hmm. and advisor, mm-hmm. he was telling me, like, even if you don't, even if you don't make it for football, you can still make it for academics. Yeah. You can still make it for track and field. You know, mm-hmm. There's so mm-hmm. many other ways and avenues yeah. that you can get to college, but you should think about going, you know yeah. what I mean? And, and I took I took that to heart, man. I really did. I took that to heart because here's someone who has been trying to help, who's been helping me yeah. since I walked onto this campus. You know what I mean? With that Jesse Sapolu jersey. Of course. And and all the way to my senior year, he was still like, you know what I mean? Just just mm-hmm. just setting me up for success, man. And you know, as a young kid, as a young as a young man, Wayne, you don't. You can't see the future, so you don't really understand what a lot of experienced people are talking about until you experience it for yourself. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. You know, totally. when yeah. someone's trying to share with you, like, you know, their experiences, if you've never experienced it, it's kind of hard to relate. It is. And it, and it wasn't until I started experiencing a lot of what they were telling me, and I was like, dang, he was right. Yeah. Or she was yeah, right. right. You know what I mean? Like, so for me like i understood that football may or may not be there for me in college but that didn't stop me like i still trained like i was going to play in the nfl Mm -hmm. i was like maybe i can just skip college altogether and just go straight to the league yeah 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 hey hey why not that's right that's right i mean i was just you know i was just like super focused on making Mm -hmm. it man and Mm -hmm. And uh, right after my senior year, I graduated high school. I had a scholarship waiting for me. Wow. Even without playing my senior year, I had a scholarship um, still from my junior year, from my sophomore and junior year. So they felt like I did enough in those those, uh, seasons for me to earn their scholarship, you know, and I signed the letter of intent and everything. Wow, cool! It was it was it was Sac State. I had a solid full ride to Sac State. Wow, full ride to um, I had some trips lined up for for Oregon, USC, UCLA. Wow, to go play to go play nose guard. 
you know, or just yeah. an athlete, whatever, yeah. whatever mm-hmm. they needed. So after I signed that letter of intent, I had a date that I was supposed to show up, right? And, and all that, all the the flights and, and check-in mm-hmm. times and whatever. That day came to, to report for all the um, high school graduates to report to college, right? Mm-hmm. After you sign your letter of intent. That day came and I didn't go. Oh. I went, I drove myself, I took myself straight to uh to the junior college that was down the street, San Joaquin Delta Junior College. Um and I just I don't know what I really don't know what made me go there, but I just knew that I could do better than than what I had. If that makes any sense. Like the route that they gave me to go to JUCO, they say, hey, you can go to JUCO, play a year or two and get a bigger scholarship to go somewhere else. Yeah. I was like, yo, I'm down with that, man. Like, <laughs> let's, let's go do that. Right. Yeah. So, so yeah. that day that I was supposed to report to um to, to Sacramento, I went to um to Delta College and I introduced myself. I, I remember I went. I sat right in front of the the head coach's office. He was a new head coach too. And he had played in the NFL for a while, but I didn't know any of that. So as I was just sitting there, he walks out and he's like in a hurry, you know, he's trying to get get, get somewhere. And I stopped him. I was like, I said, hey coach, how you doing? My name is Reagan Mawiga. And he goes, I know who you are. What are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> He said, aren't you supposed to be in Sacramento or something? I said, man, yeah, but I have a different plan, man. (laughs) I want to play here and get some, or get my grades Mm -hmm. together, man, and and get a better scholarship. Mm -hmm. And he said, yo, you can definitely do that. That you can definitely do. And I told him, I told him that day that I was, I was going to be there, you know, um, that same year, 2002, I graduated high school. Remember, I didn't finish my senior football year. Yeah, yeah. So in 2002 fall, I report because I wanted to play, man. I wanted to play that year. I report to uh, to uh, to fall camp for for the JUCO in 2002, and I was about 300 some pounds already. No bar. Wow. Yeah. So I mean, the senior year that I sat out, like I at, at the track meets. All the food. <laughs> <laughs> it's always the last season of the when, year, too. Remember it's always when, the last season like, of the year, like, too. <laughs> it's always the last season the of the year. Where you, always yep. the last season, man. Yep. And, um, you know, and, and for me, like, like making that choice, you know, that bold choice to go this route, you know, in order for me to go somewhere better. Mm-hmm because of how much I believed in myself and my dream. Yeah. You know, so I, I took this route. I played 2002 and I was thinking play 2003 and then I can go somewhere, you know, and play, you know, 2004, 2002 great season. We, we, uh, we played, we played, um, Aaron Rodgers in the, um, in the conference, in a conference game. Wow. I was awesome. chasing around Aaron Rodgers. Like that's crazy. Before I was, yeah, that's nuts, <laughs> that's crazy. Man. That is nuts. Before that he, is bef- nuts. yeah, before he went to Cal, he went to Berkeley. Before right? he yeah. went to Cal, he, yep. He, before he went to Cal, he uh, he was at Butte, 
Butte College. Butte College. And okay, we, nice. Yeah. And we wow. played them, and they had a bunch of Samoans on the team, man. Like, <laughs> it was fun, man. It was fun. And we had a bunch of Samoans on our team, yeah, so it sure. was like cracking, you know sure. what I mean? Oh, we I'm had, sure. Yeah, 2003 happened, and I find out I'm going to be a father. Okay, wow. Yeah, in 2003. So, barely out of high school, had a plan. I got this plan to go somewhere, and then boom, hey. Wow. Life. Yep. So, you know, knowing that, knowing that um, the right thing had to be done, I took the season off and I worked. Oh, I still wow. stayed in school. I worked. Um, night shifts and then i had like different um like different uh bouncing jobs mm -hmm. during the weekends right wow. so i was doing like that kind of thing i was school work work school work work training and training in all all way between that and 2003 um all my coaches were trying to get me to come back man they were like now we got we got we brought all these Hawaiian players from Hawaii. <laughs> they need you, man. They need you. They need someone. They... I was like, coach, you know, I, I still remember that conversation with, with, with my my great friend, great coach, Coach Harrington. And he's, he was like, they need you, Reagan. They need your guidance. They need your leadership. They need your energy. And I just told him, I, you know, I told him I had to do this for the family, man. Like, this was more important to me than anything else I've ever done in my life is, you know, prepare, you know, prepare room in, in my heart and prepare room in, in this world for my firstborn. Yeah. You know? So I took 2003 off. They told me, all right, fine, you can you can redshirt and you, you can come back to play next year. I was like, cool. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I'll do that. And it wasn't until so 2003, I hadn't. My only plan was just to be a be a father, right then and there, work, save, plan, you know, whatnot. And 2004 happened. My my son was born June 13. His, his birthday's coming up. Nice. He was born, and as soon as he was born, Wayne. That dream that I had as a kid in Samoa came right back as wow. soon as he was born. Like that energy, like I was like, man, this doesn't make any sense. I'm supposed to be a father now. Like I put football yeah. over here, yeah. and now I'm doing yeah. the father thing over here, taking care of my parents over here. Mm -hmm. taking care of them. So when my son was born in 2004, I knew I had to play. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I knew I had to play again, so I made my way back to the to the locker room. I made my way back to the field, and you know, coaches were happy. We make it. We make it to another bowl game. We win it. You know what I mean? And we got all the Hawaiian boys on the team, <laughs> and all the Poly boys on the team. Yeah. Man, we had cats from uh, from McKinley, Kaimuki. Wow, uh, the other boy? Yeah, man, we had a big old squad, man. We had a big old team wow. out, out, out in Stockton. Out in Stockton, out of all the places. And when wherever we went, like if we played Fresno State, mm -hmm. Fresno State had a bunch of, like, polys. You know what I mean? And yeah. if, if we played Frisco City, 
bunch of polys. I'm like, wow, this is cool, man. Like, <laughs> so knowing yeah. that going, yeah, because because I, I went to a, a predominantly like um, Balani school, you know, with yeah, with course. sprinkles of of color here and there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but um, I wasn't used to seeing. I mean, I was the only Samoan at, at my wow. school. Wow. You know, the only second um, close to 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 Polly that I had was was Elizabeth, man. Like she was my only road dog. She brought the well. Olympias and the pasta. <laughs> <laughs> yep, Islander love right there. That's for oh, sure. Oh man, she took care of me, man. She <laughs> so from that. there, Wayne, like, like 2004, we make it to the to to um to a bowl game, mm-hmm. you know. And you know we we got all we get all these awards and these acc- accolades and and it came time for us to to start signing um, scholarship for you know universities for your college mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and the scholarships that were coming in for me gave me that same vibe as the letter in, letter of intent that I had signed. My senior year in high school, you following me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it gave me that same vibe of like, ah, there's uh, something better, man. There, there's something better than yeah. this, man. I don't know what it is, but something's. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you know, you're meant for something more. You knew you were meant for something more, and you knew yeah. you were a kid. Yeah, and this yeah, was 2004 season. Yeah, wow. and then 2005. This is 2005 spring, spring of 2005, right? Follow me right here, Wayne. Spring of 2005, the scholarships that came in told me, like, hey, we can take care of you and your family and we'll have apartments for you. But n- nothing really spoke to my heart, to, mm-hmm. to my spirit, if yeah. that makes any sense. It didn't, it didn't resonate with me, Yeah, you know? Yeah. Until Polynesian Power came on, featuring, right? Isaac Sopoanga. Yeah, that's right. And Pisa Tinoisamo. Narrated by Yeah. Narrated by The Rock. Right? Like <laughs> that came out. That came out, Wayne, and I was like Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to Hawaii. Yeah. I picked up the phone. It, it came everyone has signed their letter of intent. I still haven't signed. Um picked up the phone and I call and guess who answers? Who? Nobody. (laughs) 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 I get a call back. I get a call. I left a message and I get a call back. It was Coach Mouse Davis. Wow. Coach Mouse Davis. The legendary Mouse Davis. The legendary godfather of the run and shoot. Yeah. Right, the man himself calls me up, and he he, you know, we had small talk. Mm-hmm. And I hear mm-hmm. this accent, man. This like super vibrant, like <laughs> you know, like let's get it done, you know, yeah, like yeah, attitude yeah. In, in his yeah. voice, man. Like mm-hmm. it just sound like this man had so much experience, had mm-hmm. so much knowledge, had so it just it felt real. That conversation yeah. that I had with him, yeah. it felt so real, and that resonated with me. Of course, you know what I mean. Like after after seeing what June Jones was doing with the 98, 99, 2000, and all of the the years coming through, right, all the way up to yeah. my years, yeah, 
all the way up to my years, to the three, four, five, and and seeing what how how he loved, cared for, and respected the Polynesian culture. Mm-hmm. Wayne, that for me, that for me was huge, man. Mm-hmm. That for me told me that this man, this man was a, was a special spirit. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so he had a special energy that we all needed to be a part of. And so Miles Davis told me, hey, uh, we're looking for a nose guard. Do you have any tape? I said, and, and, and it, you know what was interesting? He asked me that he were looking for a nose guard, and I hadn't played nose guard. The last time I played nose guard was high school mm. and my 2002 season because I had bumped over to guard because we needed a guard. So Offensive guard. I played offensive guard, yeah. Oh, so wow. I was playing offensive guard trying to look for a scholarship <laughs> in 2004. And he, he when we spoke in the spring of 2005, he said, um, hey, we're looking for a, a nose guard. I said, I, I play nose guard. <laughs> yeah, of course. You play everything. Yeah, I play nose guard. I can say whatever you like. Yeah. You need, oh, you you need did? a quarterback yeah. too? No. <laughs> <laughs> so, so check this. So check this, right? At the same time that I was – that I was like doing all of this, Colt Brennan was going through the song, same thing to make it to Hawaii by mm. 05 season. So we were like, and you know, we were all doing our own thing in our own lives. Everything yeah. was going on, right? And then 2005 season, we all report. We're all there together. And I show up late to, um, <clears throat> I show up late to, um, to fall camp. Cause they were waiting for tapes for me mm. and literally tapes. Like we yeah. didn't have VHS tapes. Yeah. We didn't have, Oh my God. It's so much faster yeah. now. You send it in yeah. an email. Yeah. Yeah. An email. And you send it a text message. When, yeah. yeah. You can you, yeah. go look it up on YouTube. Right. Yeah, like, exactly. I'm there. I'm there. I'm here. Yeah. I'm there. I'm yeah. there. Just go to this I mean, link. these kids don't even oh, know, man. God. It's right there. The Twitters. Hey, yeah. I sent, I sent, um, June Jones, Every single tape I have ever played in high school, every single game, every single like footage I had wow. like in the VHS, VHS tapes. And I had like, like probably like 15 tapes in there. Incredible. And I sent, wow. I sent the whole, sent the whole box. I said, you guys will find something in there. <laughs> <laughs> they're like $300 worth of shipping later. And you were able to, they're like, this scholarship is, yeah. I sent, I sent the entire box and I had told them, please don't lose, please don't lose these tapes. These are the only, the only tapes that I have. Wow. Like I had no, I had no highlight breakdown. No, no. You know what I mean? How individually like you can like cut out tape. Of course. The hard way, Wayne, the hard way. Dang. But we, I sent all of my tapes, man. I pushed all of my chips in. I say, boom, I'm here. This, yep. this is me. You need a nose guard. I'm there. You need an offensive guard. I'm there. You need something else. I'm there. You need something else. I'm there. And June Jones calls me back. Wow. He said, he said, we really like what we saw on your, on your film. We'd like for you to come in uh, and walk on. Wow. And I said, huh? 
What's that? He <laughs> said, "Well, you, you you get to um, you know, get to be a part of the team. You get mm-hmm. to earn your spot. You get to play for it. You know, and then you get to earn a scholarship your senior year, if there is one. Mm-hmm. If if one like uh, opens up for you, I say, mm-hmm. cool, man. Like, you mean you mean you mean there's a chance." You're saying there's a chance. So you're saying there's a chance, yep. <laughs> you're saying? So you mean to tell me. So he said report to fall camp by July 25th or something? Something like that. Wow. And I got to Hawaii July 19th, I think, 1920, around that time. Got my apartment, set up my family you know, make sure we're all good, my, my son. And and I was like, all right, I got to go meet June Jones, you know, on campus. Yeah. You know, just to talk and, and see, introduce myself, you know, man to man, person to person, so you can see who I am and, and get to sit down with me. None of this was planned. Yeah. None of this was planned or, or even like, I, I didn't even have an appointment to go see him. Wow. I just, I need to go. Like, I got to yeah, go to the yeah. campus. I got to go yeah. see him. So I, I get on the bus. I go to UH campus, UH Manoa. I, I just, they say, they, they say the coach is down that way. You got to go lower campus. And it felt like high school. You know what I mean? Like, you got to uh-huh. go that way. You got you uh-huh, to go uh-huh, that way. Uh-huh. <laughs> so here I am again, like, you know, walking onto a brand new campus. I'm late. You know, I'm late to this, <laughs> to this camp. Yeah. Brand new campus, brand new coach. Like I don't have a scholarship. Uh, I didn't even have enough of anything, bro. Like, wow, man, that's a whole nother story, man. <laughs> but I, I'm holding. I'm walking on campus, holding my uh, my son. He had just been born in in 2004, right? Nice. So yeah. 2005. He's still he's still little. You know, he's still. <clears throat> so I'm holding. Mm-hmm. He's asleep hot hot humid muggy day in hawaii and beautiful mm-hmm. though and i'm walking with with my son in my arms just walking in the and i walk in into june jones's office like that with my son across my chest and he was like what's this guy doing <laughs> <laughs> he's like did anybody let you in who are you oh yeah you're, oh, you, he's man? probably like okay wait which position can i put this guy at next spot for june jones for sure <laughs> Well, you know that that very first uh, conversation that I had with him, he he still talks about it. He still talks about it because he saw that that he he saw my purpose. Mm-hmm. He he it, it was almost like he knew that I was there for a reason. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And he knew that he knew that I was there to take care of business. I mean, time was was you know running out. Because I only had, what, 05 and 06 to play? Yeah, yeah. Right? And then 05, I played a whole season as a D lineman. I was a 350-pound right. nose guard. That's right. Juco uh-huh. transfer uh-huh. from Delta College. And I walked onto the campus. <laughs> oh, man. Thinking like... All right, I got to be big for the rest of my college career, and then like mm-hmm. this is how I got to get to the league, right? Mm-hmm. Because last year I was just playing guard and you know enjoying yep. the fat the fat guy life, <laughs> you know, as as an offensive lineman. Yep. No offense, 
No offense. <laughs> None taken, I'm sure, by all the offensive linemen out there listening right um, now. Because they, yeah, because they know they eat. They know they eat. They know they can eat. Oh, they but, know. Man, I'm being sure they know. yeah, being 350 pounds in Hawaii, trying out for June Jones was was not. It was not gonna work out for me, man. Yeah, I was. I couldn't. I could barely move. I mean, yeah, you could be an athlete. However big or small you are, right? But mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think I was making it harder on myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just to be, you know, just to be fair, I think I was making it harder on myself, and I realized that very early on in Hawaii because the level of competition that was there was way different from from you know JUCO and high school. Mm-hmm. Is we're, we're leveling up now, so I got to level up. Yeah, you know, yeah. I have to adapt. I have to. You know, bring my A game. Yeah, so, that's right. Yeah, so 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 2005, I started, I started um, reading up on some nutrition thing. I started looking into health. I started caring more about like mm-hmm. what I'm putting into my body. I started preparing myself. You know, um, like a professional. Yeah. You know, like like knowing like nutrition understanding the value of of you know your fuel yeah and from 350 i i took it all the way down to about 320 i played the rest of the season and jim jones needed a fullback or coach coach reinbolt needed a fullback to um he needed a fullback to um to portray uh, Wisconsin. I think. Wisconsin. Oh, okay. They had this big old burly yeah. Uh, yeah. fullback, and they needed and they needed uh, a look like like a, a, a scout team. Okay, yeah. And I was I was literally just like in the moment. You know what I mean? I was just like, yeah. "Hey, I'll do it." Yeah. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> Nothing to lose at and that so point. They, Why not? Just man, have fun, they, right? They yeah, they threw me in there. And they told me to play. I break out of the. Uh, they 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 gave me the they gave me the um the play to run. I re- we break out of the huddle, and I knew, I knew that whoever was gonna be in my way and on this play, mm-hmm. it was it was it, it wasn't going to be. It wasn't going to be fair for them. You know what I mean. <laughs> Like, you don't want to be in front of me right now. Just announcing this to everyone just, on that just side. Just being of the honest, ball. man. Like, just being <laughs> honest. Like, I'm about to run because I'm having fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm giving a scout yeah. look. I'm, you yeah. know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're laughing it up too. Just I was, having man. a ball. Like, I was, yeah, I was. I, it was such a, a good um, mm. day of practice, and 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 we we called a play. It was a lead, right? It was mm-hmm. a lead. It was a fullback lead. And I'm taking on the middle backer. Middle backer at that time um, was Brad Kalimoko. Okay. Who is now on uh, Finding My Ohana. <laughs> That's right. He is. That's right. That's right. Shout out to my little Brad, man. <laughs> Shout out to the, 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 the bride or the husband, the, the groom's Yeah, man. the husband. That's right. That's right. He was, man. Uh, and you know, the, the, his he's son, probably about your size uh, back then now, I think. The way he's looking. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was massive, man. Like, yeah. he was a big boy, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 
and um it, and it was interesting um i didn't know that he was that it was going to be brad hmm. you know that i was going to hit but we hiked it i stepped left lit up and it was it was literally like this like brad <laughs> love you Brad love you so I'm just being honest he was not ready he was not ready no he wasn't ready yeah he wasn't ready he wasn't ready oh man I the whole team just blew like just boom it went off like and I'm like, yo, what happened? You know what I mean? So I, I run back to the huddle. Next play is called. And it was a fullback to the flat. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah. Hiked it. I take off. And I'm still about like 320, 330. Mm-hmm. On this, and I'm moving. Yeah. I hit the flat. I'm like, Phew! hit the flat, caught it, turned up field. Ryan Kilmaka. <laughs> <laughs> love you, Uso. I love you, Ryan. I love you, Uso. I'm just, I'm just being honest with Uso Wayne. Man. You got to. You got to be honest here. Ryan Kilmaka. I caught the flat, turned up, and Ryan was there. And I was like, I lowered my head. <laughs> oh, like, man. I was about to juggernaut him. And oh, Ryan, man. Being, being so smart. Being so smart and so quick, he said. <laughs> He's like, no thanks. He said, no, no nope, way, man. Nope. He jumped. He jumped out the way so fast, man. Well, he saw what happened to Brad, so he was like, no, exactly. no, no. He's like, no, that's not happening to me. I'm getting out of the way of this thing. Wow. Hey, hey, Ryan's a smart kid, man. He was like, nope, not not me, not today, not today. So he jumped out the way. And then when we watched film that night, Coach Jones pulled me to the side and said, and he made me watch the film with him. And he was mm. telling me, hey, we might have something here for you. He, he said, you can play in the NFL at this position. Wow. And when he said those words, Wayne, it was like what I had been waiting for since I was a kid. You know what I mean? making that wish of making it to the NFL, knowing that this coach knows what he's talking about. He's been to the NFL. He's putting players in the NFL year after year. When he said those words, it was like gospel. You know what I mean? It was like, it was like revelation because up until that point, I was only playing for a scholarship just so I can get my education and get, take care of my family. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause the plan was walk on, uh, scholarship if if I can if I can earn a scholarship scholarship next year mm-hmm. you know but as I walked on in 2004 at the end of 2004 I was a fullback I was a running back so I was a nose guard in the beginning fullback at the end of it mm-hmm. and then when he told me in those words when coach John said that that I better there there was a high probability that I can make it to the NFL you know as a fullback he said, just lose the weight, you know, keep honing in on your skills, and you can do it. Man, it was it was it was like it was like someone had, was just speaking straight to your spirit. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Like when someone can do that and they're telling you the truth, man, you feel it. It yeah, resonates. Uh, I know it, exactly, it resonates exactly with you, me. man. Like yeah. Wayne, man. So someone so finally he, validating so, you, someone finally telling you, you know, yeah, all those things man. that you knew forever since you were a kid. Right. That's true. Yeah. Right. So so playing two years in, in high school, two years in JUCO, right? Two thousand two, two thousand four. And now I'm in college, university, playing oh five and oh six. And he said, in, during the offseason of 05, he said, um, lose the weight. If you can bring the weight down, you know, we can we can find you a scholarship yeah. in the springtime. So I had until, so I had all of offseason. Oh, so he's kind of dangling season. that over your head, too, at the same time. Yeah, like, you want a scholarship, yeah. huh? You want a scholarship? Okay, I like it. I like it. Good motivation. Good motivational tool yeah. right there. Yeah. Oh man, he was—he's a smart guy, man. <laughs> That's June that was a, genius, a smart man. idea. June he could have just—he's he, like, man. I'm gonna give this guy a scholarship, anyways. Not that he knows that, right, but right, right. if I tell right. him he's gonna get a scholarship if he puts on the weight, <laughs> I know he'll do it. <laughs> hey, he's like ready hey, to give me a scholarship. He's like, you know what? Actually, I'm gonna put this back in my pocket real quick and see what else I can get out of this guy. <laughs> yeah, for real, man. <laughs> love it, love it, genius. June, genius, man. Genius move because. That that off season, like I went to another dimension, brother. Mm. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't um, stress myself out about working out or, or, or you know, getting buff and getting strong or getting faster mm. or any of that in this off season. I focused in on nutrition. Mm. Yeah, man. To, and I started, I started the juggernaut diet, man. Okay, so that's the birth of the juggernaut was there. Is that what you're saying right there? That moment. <laughs> We're the waiting birth of for the it. juggernaut was the birth of the juggernaut was when they gave me the uh, lead, the fullback lead, and me and Brad did that. that. <laughs> <laughs> no, we can pinpoint the moment. I love it. Brad is the original oh, uh, wall. He's the original uh, drywall, I, I guess. Right, Brad Kalimoku. Uh, or yeah, Brad. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> Brad's funny, man. So, so ever since then, man, like the media started calling me the juggernaut. The players started calling me the juggernaut, and that the movie was coming out too around that time, mm. right? Shortly after. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. anyways, the um that off season like was was the season that 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 really got my mind. Um, you know, ready for for that next level. Mm-hmm. Even even mm-hmm. after uh, college, because I mean, the man just told me like, "Hey, there's a chance." Yeah. Like you know, what I mean, you got a yeah. chance for the next level. So yeah. start leveling up now. That way, like, you don't have to, you know, scramble at the last minute. You know what I mean? And crash diet or whatever. But yeah, I hadn't. I had never dieted. I had never dieted up until that point. I never knew what diet was. I never. I mean, I was 350 pounds. No. If you're 350 pounds, you don't know what diet. Yeah, is. no, no, no. Unless, you unless, unless, you want unless in your you're mouth. supposed to be 350 yeah. pounds. Uh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nobody wants to be 350 pounds anymore, man. Yeah, it'd be hard at any height, unless you're maybe 17 Two. feet tall. Oh, there you go. You got you got 350 pounds right there. Baby. Uh-huh. 250, baby. 250. <laughs> 250. Uh, solid. Oh man, solid man, and you know like. I told myself, like, I needed to get serious 
with this next year, man. Because if I'm going to play in the backfield, and he had already given me some touches. I, I had scored a touchdown, a couple touchdowns that year, mm-hmm. you know, against San Diego, I think. But, or, I don't remember. But um, being able to score a touchdown in college, in Hawaii, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, mind you, like, yeah. that was huge for me, man. Wow. Like, that was huge for me. That's that's like milestone. Imagine, and this is all the old linemen were telling me. Like, man, you're living our dream. Man. <laughs> the juggernaut yep. is living yep. our dream. Yeah. Because all the old linemen, they all want to score touchdowns. Of course. Of course. Yeah. If you see them, if you watch them, like, man. I'm surprised like, not more of them try to knock over the ball out of the running back's hand, just like fumble on <laughs> so they can pick them up and run in themselves on the one yard line. Like, oh, he fumbled. Yeah. Touchdown. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> man, they were like, man, you are literally living our dream, man. Wow. You know, and I and, and I I took that into um to consideration to understand like I'm mm-hmm. doing something that's not normal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Being a full, being a fullback after playing in the trenches. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After playing like at 350 pounds at you know 300 plus pounds, now you got to run routes. Yeah, running running a wheel route at 350 pounds is is not the business, Wayne. Like, yeah, I, you can't turn. You I, can't I, turn, man. You can't. You gotta turn so gradually too. It's like it's like you know planets trying to rotate around yeah, each other, to, and you're like running a wheel route. I used to, <laughs> <laughs> I used to run the wheel route and like throw my hand like that to like turn myself. <laughs> turn the bus. Uh, turn the trolley. I was like, "Is this what you guys mean by the wheel route? You gotta turn the wheel." Like, <laughs> I remember wow. that man, and you know, and everything you you have to start putting thing, putting things into perspective at that at that moment. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, scholarship is at hand, NFL is 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 right around the corner, right? Yeah. But none of that was my focus, man. My focus was truly on understanding how to bring my weight down. Because mm. that's what June Jones said. He said, if you bring your weight down, right, there's a yeah. great chance you can play. Great chance. And for me, like, yep, my weight's going to be the – I don't need to be any stronger. I don't yeah. – I can – I can. I can. that's easy. I've yeah. done that, all of that. Of course. Yeah. Right? That, that's the easy it's part. natural, yeah. The hard part is the, is the discipline. Mm-hmm. Is the discipline of, of, of what to eat, what not to yeah. eat, when not to eat, musubi. when not to eat. Yeah, man. <laughs> Chasing oh, you like reaching for, trucks, uh, man. reaching for the monopoly, <laughs> reaching for the shave ice. <laughs> you gotta start thinking. Uh, oh yeah. man, you start start you start calculating calories. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, <laughs> yeah, like, oh, that's a sure. lot. Yep, that's yep. too much. No, yep. yeah. and and that knowledge is still with me today. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So for me, like, like it, it almost like I went into a cave during that off season and came out like a monk. You know what I mean? Because wow. yeah. when I showed up, when I showed up in spring ball, I was two hundred eighty pounds. Wow! From three hundred and fifty. Yeah. Wow! Down two hundred and eighty. Wow. Bro, and I wasn't even like jumping on the scale, checking my weight. Mm-hmm. I just, mm-hmm. I could just feel it. I could just yeah. feel like I'm getting, yeah. uh, I'm leaner getting better, I'm, you know. And when June Jones 
and the rest of the coaches saw me at 280, like they knew they knew that I was serious. Yeah, you know, they knew that because I wasn't publicizing it. I didn't tell anyone. All right, this is what I'm going to do, and then you know, go do it. I silently did it. Yeah, you know what I mean. That that silent discipline that comes in when when all the noise goes out. Mm-hmm. That silent discipline is what grounds you. Yeah, you know, is what yeah. brings you back home. It's like your homing beacon. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, hey, you know who you are, you know what you are. You know what I mean? This isn't what you want. This is where it's at. So, yeah. lean more towards this way. And when I came back my senior year, things things were going on the upper hand for me at school with with football. And whatnot, you know, and like they say, like when your career starts taking off, like something's always gonna um, fall behind, or mm-hmm. um, and and something may fall apart, right? And what fell apart for me was my marriage mm. at that time, you know. So my son's mom, you know, I hope you don't mind me sharing this. But no, no, I think it's real. Yeah, please, thank you. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, when she left the spring, she left that spring, bro. She left ja- wow. January. Yeah, January. Wow. Yeah, January that spring, and I had to like silently discipline myself all on myself in my apartment, like no room, no nobody, no mm-hmm. like like a straight up monk in my own mm-hmm. cave, in my own world knowing that I had to do this and knowing that the sacrifices that I would, that I needed to make no car, no money, no nothing, bro, nothing. Mm. But knowing, knowing who I am today it is, it makes me proud to, to see the route that I took to get here. You know what I mean? It yeah. makes me really proud of that, that, that young, that young man that, that made all those sacrifices, you know, even though things weren't, weren't going great. And you know what? None of the coaches knew about this. Mm. I kept mm. all of this to myself, man. Like no, no, I think a, a player or two, like a friend or two knew that my, you know, um, my son's mom was not there anymore. And my son wasn't there anymore. And I was just all by myself. Um, <clears throat> you know, most, most, most guys probably break. Yeah, you know, just to be yeah. real with you, like, yeah, for taking sure. the route that I've that I've gone through, like most guys would have just given up. Oh, definitely, you know, and, and and I didn't want to be part of that statistic. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I was there for a purpose, of and and I was going to fulfill that. And I think that if if I would have shared some of this back then with the coaches, I think I would have received a lot more help and mm. you know some counseling and some things to like help me get through the season. But I I just I didn't know how to ask. Yeah, I didn't know how to no, ask. That's something help. we talked about. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard for a lot of players to talk about those things. It's yeah. hard to yeah. you know 
yeah it's and it's something that that's yes. a part of the conversation today for for student athletes mm. of being able to oh. communicate um and, and right. communicate things that maybe are right. unseen right sometimes it's like man if i exactly the only thing i can tell them they got to be able to i gotta have proof i gotta have an x-ray or something or they're not going to believe yeah. that you know and you know right and, right you gotta and show I think that you, is a part. Like, strict proof yeah yeah, yeah. you know and a I go back to those years, you know, of discipline, those years of, uh, of, um, being alone, but not alone. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like I was an Island on an Island. Yeah. 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 I know exactly <laughs> but, what you mean. But I, I never, I never felt isolated. You know, I, mm-hmm. I never felt like I was isolating myself. Like I was literally given time to like focus like solely on, myself my 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 food my dream mm-hmm. my sleep mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know like just those three things like were 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 all i was was focusing on in that time you know what i mean and yeah and when i came back that spring and coach jones and all the rest of the coaches saw the the work that i had you know i had just gotten through putting myself <laughs> you know Mm-hmm. They um. They knew that, they they felt the realness that that I was there for you know to complete this mission, yeah. and after spring ball, Coach Jones, and I were walking, past each other, you know we're, we're just walking past each other, and he, he had stopped me right in front of the, the locker room, and he told me. He told me, hey, Reagan, congratulations. We've just been able to open up a scholarship for you, you know, and we wanted to reward you for all your hard work. And literally, as he was saying this, he gets emotional. Like, I'm like, like, on cloud nine. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, yeah, like, what? A scholarship? Like, this is what? I have yep. been working for it since high school, JUCO, right? Yep. And all the way to here, and I'm here, and the man that I that I am trusting, right, is telling me that I can do this and now is rewarding me for my yep. efforts, yep. right? And it was like it was it was ah, I'm trying to find the words, man. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was unreal, man. Like it was mm. it was emotional. Like I felt like my 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 like my everything in my inner being was was jumping for joy and celebrating and crying, you know. And and I'm over here trying to hold it straight, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. thank yeah. you, coach. Appreciate giving a <laughs> hug. <laughs> but man, like the rest of the day, the rest of the day, like I kept seeing this quote, and we had on. Uh, Coach Jones had on like all these quotes on on the wall, and this Muhammad Ali quote still sticks with me. He said, "I hated training every day of my life, but I knew that one day I was going to be a champion." Mm. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And th- and that that reminded me, man, of like all those nights that I didn't want to eat properly, or all those mm-hmm. mornings I mm-hmm. didn't want to eat. I wanted to eat something else. I, wanted to not be so disciplined 
because I have been 350, man. Like, I know what it is to enjoy a good yeah. meal. You know yeah, I mean? yeah, definitely. Or two at the same sitting. <laughs> or three. <laughs> oh, man. So I, I, I know how to have a good time at a buffet, yeah. man. Like, yeah. So for me, like, giving all that up, giving all the uh, the wants and the desires of, like, the physical, you know what I mean? To, mm-hmm. For me, mm-hmm. I tapped into my spiritual then. Like, my, I was spiritually led from that point because it was almost like I wasn't, I wasn't in control yeah. anymore. Meaning, yeah. like, what I wanted to do wasn't, like, happening. You know, but yeah. what my inner being was really like needing to do was was happening for me. If that that makes any sense, like like I wanted to go party, I wanted to go do all that, I wanted to go have yeah. fun. But the discipline, that silent yes. discipline mm-hmm. within yourself, tells you, hey, you need some sleep, man. Yeah. <laughs> like, hey, there you got to earn some, uh, workout. Some ancestors in the other realms pushing you back pulling you that's back right. you Uso. know that you, right, you, this man. is your journey and your path that's, that's right, not Uso. your path that's right man yeah you know that that divine nature man like mm. it i believe it also i believe in man. that mm. non-physical man like we're it's always been part of our culture mm. you know it's always been a part of our people to to not be afraid of that yeah. you know and that's why we speak about mana and yeah. and spiritual you know what i mean so um so naturally so organically yeah. like it, course, it, yes. it comes natural to us because it's real you know we believe real. in our in our own makua and you mm-hmm. know and the ancestors that have paved the way for us you know what i mean and so for me also like when i received that that scholarship like i knew that i could eat mm-hmm. on campus i could buy mm-hmm. some books you know what I mean? I, I could get yeah. some school supplies. Yeah. I can get my school paid for. You know, and and that for me felt like <clears throat> it felt like an 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 NFL contract. Yeah, I bet you just took a raid. You can go I, splurge at Zippy's now a few times a week if you feel like it. <laughs> Man, I can eat in the cafeteria. Way. Yeah. <laughs> you can afford the cafeteria with all the other kids now. It's oh, oh, for man. sure. Man, yeah. when you're not on scholarship, and this is for all my walk-ons, hey, mm. when you're not on scholarship, you know those hard times. You know it, it gets when you're when you can't eat and all the rest of your players are eating. Yeah, it's um, it it should tell you something inside. You know yes. what I mean? Like, yes. like this is not where you need to be. Mm. That's where you need to be. Yeah. You know, yeah. like don't be comfortable here. Don't be yeah. comfortable. Don't just be a walk on. Yeah. You know, walk on and earn it. Yeah. You know, and they say fake it till you make it. I don't believe in that, Wayne. Mm. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I. I've never. I, I've never. I'm the same. I've I'm never, the same. I've never tried to. Yeah. Yeah. I've never tried to fake it, man. It's for me. It was always like, I'm gonna learn it. I'm yeah. gonna learn it. Yeah. And I'm gonna earn it. You know what I'm saying? Like for me, like I rather learn. Mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and, and earn my spot man like like i don't want to be given something that i don't know nothing about yeah or any yeah. i don't want to have any idea of what i'm doing you know of course yeah so so it's almost like he gave me the keys to you know to <laughs> wow he gave me the keys man like yeah. i was ready 
you know, and and our and our 2006, our 2005, and our 2006 season were were a testament of 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 our willpower, of our discipline, you know, of of our um, camaraderie as Usos. Yeah. You know what I mean? Coming together, like, we had so many Juco transfers in 05. Like I. I like I was surprised by it. Mm. Colt was one. Yeah, I think L Dub was another one. Mm-hmm. Who else was a walk on that year? A bunch of other younger kids were walk ons too. You know, um, so it's almost like who who else was a walk on that earned a scholarship for Hawaii? Chad Chad Owens. Yeah, Chad Owens is a walk on. Yep. Both. Oh, yeah, yeah, Chad. Yep. I mean, uh, we had a few. I, we had a bunch. I mean, that 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 was something that was great about June. He could he could identify some pearls that a lot yeah. of coaches might have seen. But um, he also gave people chances as well, right? Like you talk about those guys, yeah. like Kisa and guys who you know were searching for. And it's like you guys all found each other. It was really a perfect storm when you talk about all of you athletes playing together. It was that really part, amazing. That's the yeah, part. Like, that's how the did you all come to together to. at the same exact time? It's really amazing, you know. Bro, the stars, man. The stars yeah, align. align. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> to, the stars literally to. align. The I mean, stars how, all came how, up. How, yeah. how, right? How, how did Colt get there? In yeah. Just that, in just that nick of time, Devon mm-hmm. Best, mm-hmm. myself, Nate Law was there. Mm-hmm. Samson Satelli. Yeah. Alama Francis. Yeah. Purcells. You know what I mean? Like, long, long, yep. manners. Peters. Yep. Man. It was it was amazing to me to um, witness what we were uh, and who we were at that time, you know, because yeah. we were it, it almost like in 05, we were trying to find our, our identity and we yeah. did and we found it and we meshed and, and we blended really well, you know, so we knew that in 06, yeah. we were going to do some damage, yeah. you know what I mean? And we also knew that in 07, like, we were going to be a force to be reckoned with. You know what I mean? We knew that mm-hmm. these these couple of years were were crucial, yeah. in making it and making it, you know, as far as we we could take the school. You yeah. know what I mean? And that's a, that's something that June Jones um, like embedded in us was how much we were doing for UH Manoa University of of yeah. Hawaii. Yeah, like how much yeah. the football program was doing for for the school around that time. Of course, yeah be honest the campus wasn't all that great like we didn't have all these nice towers these nice mm-hmm. you know facilities yeah. that they do mm-hmm. now like yeah hey yeah. warriors hey be grateful man <laughs> be grateful yeah uh, be grateful yep. man that's that's all i gotta say man i know you guys <laughs> are earning i know you guys are earning it man this is the juggernaut himself telling you <laughs> hey, be, be grateful man yeah that's grateful. right you That's know? right. And for us, like we we pay homage to to those that came before us. Yeah. You know sure. what I mean? I mean at the beginning of a, of this conversation, like I talked about Jesse Sapolu. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. the great one of the greatest like to ever walk absolutely. the planet of, no of football, man. Yes, like, absolutely. Yeah. Legend wherever he goes, yep. Yeah. You know, and, and he's and and he's someone that I've been able to um you know, to to build a relationship with and and to, you know, share this football journey with man and so much knowledge and you know, mm-hmm. and wisdom from yeah. from the from the big Uso. Um, 
so in 05, you know, we all we all kind of we all kind of uh, looked at Colt a little different. You know, Colt. Mm-hmm. You know, he he had this different swag about him. Like we knew we knew that he had this swag, but we didn't know where it was coming from. Yeah. You know, he was always playing Bob Marley. I'm like, uh-huh. man, is he from Maui? Where is this dude from, man? <laughs> Where is he from? Corner? Where that boy from? Hilo? <laughs> man, I didn't, none of us knew, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. until we really got to know him, you yeah. know, and and how special he was and, and how special he was mm-hmm. going to make this program, you know? Actually, well, and that actually in that place... We're at a, a good time where we might actually have to do a part two or four of this one. Is that cool, Reagan? Can we? Because oh, I feel like you're cool, getting man. started. Okay. I mean, that's we've cool, been at a, it's been an amazing just journey from hearing from you know times in Samoa through Oakland to Stockton and it, all you all you see along the way is you planting seeds for the future and how it's mm. been blooming for you and it's amazing and the harvest has been pretty good for you. You know, going the oh, nfl man. i mean that's amazing from samoa and looking into the stars that's uh it's pretty cool to hear that story but um Thank you, you know so- we want to you know take that uh take that with us for the week and we're gonna bring you back next week and uh you know try oh, and sweet, talk man. more is that cool man man we'll that's talk awesome about man. i'm always honored to be here brother i'm always honored to be on your on your show man on your platform thank you well, again, i appreciate Wayne. it i appreciate it we appreciate really everyone appreciate out there it, and uh, we're excited yeah, for thanks all Thanks for letting the... me come on here and just, uh, no. just, just <laughs> conversate, man. No, we got to get that joke out. We're going to talk about more. Your your time with Colt, your time in the NFL, running through walls, and all the juggernaut stories. But we're going to bring you back next week. So, uh, for Reagan Maui, the juggernaut, you got to come back next week and hear the next part for him. But this is Wayne Coito. Yes, love. See you guys next yes, week. Aloha. Thank you, Wayne. Aloha. Chee! Chee!